0: What's up everybody and welcome back to Multiverse Monologues, the podcast show where we like to travel across the multiverses and fandoms that we love to talk about the movies and television shows that accompany those universes. Gentlemen, do you remember X-Men Days of Future Past? I mean, I sure do. 100%. It's in our top five and Brian Singer who who took a break when it got bad came back when Matthew Vaughn fixed it in uh, in X-Men first class he came back and he delivered X-Men Days of Future Past One of the greatest movies that we have seen on this marathon, I think, for sure. Very surprising. Two years later, he has delivered the sequel, X-Men Apocalypse. But does it live up to the hype and the quality that Days of Future Past has? We are definitely going to talk about it. Me, Ben Rayside, alongside
1: with, as always, Mr. Ethan Wenseloff. Ethan, how are you doing? You know, I'm, I'm not doing too well today. If you're watching the video, you can tell... I got something on my face. I, I I grabbed my sweatshirt. I fashioned a little bandana. Like I got this weird thing going on. When I open my eyes, I shoot lasers. More weird than so, normal. It's more <laughs> weird than normal. So I just got to cover myself today. I, I apologize. All right? To you two. It's very unprofessional, but... I don't want to shoot lasers all around, all right? Thank you for not destroying my yes, apartment. You're yeah,
0: welcome. You're I, welcome. I, I hope Micah has no uh, trees that were planted by his father uh-huh. around
1: here. I just didn't. What, what are you crying? <laughs> I, I haven't I I beat you up yet. <laughs> I would hate to wreak havoc all over the room, you know? Just... <laughs> Oh, we're gonna keep this. We're gonna talk there. Yeah. This
0: X-Men Apocalypse has many of those self references that are that are pretty pretty funny, I think. But we're gonna we're gonna dive deep into that. And someone else who's also gonna dive deep into this movie is Mr. Micah Head. Micah, how you doing? Learning. <laughs> Ooh, just another quality line from X-Men Apocalypse man. That's for sure. Anything you want to say, Mike? or or is that it? Is that it? That's it. All right. All right. I'm ready to go. (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) Yes, we're back with the Marvel Movie Marathon at Multiverse Monologues. And uh, going through the year 2016, we've got Deadpool in the Fox X-Men universe. And now a second Fox X-Men universe in one year. And this one's pretty divided along the internet. If you've seen this movie, this was actually my first time really investing myself in it. But if you've seen this movie, it has a lot of fan discourse online. I know the uh, Rotten Tomatoes score is not as high as maybe some of the other ones are, but we're here to talk about it now because it's 2023. This movie came out seven years ago month as civil war yeah it's and some (laughs) competition big competition does it did it live up to the hype we're going to talk about it but before we do go check out YouTube multiverse monologues on YouTube. We just crossed 450 subscribers. Oh, yeah, baby slowly growing every week. We come back and it's I feel like there's definitely something on there So go check out YouTube got a lot of great videos and content up there Uh, a highlight over the past couple weeks was definitely the spider-man low-budget fan film that uh, These two gentlemen very excellently produced.
1: Oh, yeah,
2: and producer Parker and producer. Parker. can't forget about him him.
1: and the 4K Morbius Steelbook. <laughs> Gotta yeah. give a shout out to that. Absolutely. So go check out YouTube
0: Multiverse Monologues. But gentlemen, let's open our sling rings and head over to the Fox X-Men universe.
2: Ethan, destroy the podcast. recount it.
0: This is my brother, Scott.
2: Hello, Scott. Welcome to the school for the gifted. Yeah,
0: it doesn't exactly feel like a gift.
1: It never does, at first.
0: In the year 1983, an ancient mutant named Apocalypse is awakened after being entombed for centuries. Apocalypse is a powerful being who believes that mutants are the superior race and that humans are weak and unworthy. Sounds pretty familiar. He sets out to conquer the world and create a new world order where mutants rule supreme. The X-Men, led by Professor X and Raven, must stop Apocalypse from achieving this goal. They are joined by a new generation of mutants, including Cyclops, Jean Grey, and Storm. The X-Men must use all of their strength and skills to defeat Apocalypse in a battle that will determine the fate of the world. That is your summary for X-Men Apocalypse.
2: The X-Men have to save the world. This is oh, against a guy who wants to destroy it for mutant
1: kind. They've never faced a threat like that before. Man, this is no no a way.
0: World-ending threat. Magneto's
2: in there somewhere, too.
0: Well, okay, so before we get into our thoughts, I'll say this. This is probably the biggest an X-Men movie has been so
1: far, right? This I don't know. Maybe time travel threat. trumps
0: that. Like, Apocalypse
1: is a huge From a scale-wise. You talking? Yeah, like... I think Last Stand is pretty big scale wise. Yeah, yeah, they take over that that city, and then that they bridge is blown tr- up, and mm. you got Juggernaut running through, and mm. you got a lot of mutant. It's it's more of a war type movie. Okay, this is more yep. of a, a battle, I'd say.
0: He, well, I guess I'm looking at things in terms of Apocalypse. Like he's literally trying to end humanity. Yeah, and, if and Magneto, had if Magneto
2: kept going, yeah. uh, the world would have been destroyed. Yeah, think like that would have been it
0: yeah before we get into all that though like there's a lot definitely to unpack with this movie but i want to shoot it out to mr wenslow first i want to get your mm. guys thoughts because this is something that we don't we haven't really talked about this movie
1: very much no so way. ethan yeah. like
0: did you see this movie in theaters do you remember this movie at all this
1: is my first time seeing it i watched really? this today wow. for the first time wow. yeah I, I was a late comer to the x-men universe i didn't really start getting into it until a few years ago but this one for the most part, it's pretty not loved by a lot of fans. And I never really decided, yeah, I want I wanted to watch this. Because, I mean, I, I I was on board with the MCU since I saw the Avengers in theaters. And every one of those movies, I would make sure I saw. But these X-Men movies, I wasn't really jumping into real quick. So, I remember the trailer coming out for this. I remember people talking about it. I remember the reveal. Oh, Gene Grey is going to be in this. This is going to be really cool. I never ended up seeing it till today. And my, my thoughts are it's it's not not bad. It's all right. I, d- I didn't hate it. I think if we're talking, as they say in this movie, the third is always the worst. I think I can fight <laughs> that claim because if you go back and watch X-Men First Class, I don't think that movie's as strong. As, uh, we all collectively don't think that movie's as strong as people say. But no, I didn't hate this movie. There's a lot of elements that i really really enjoyed and then a lot of other stuff that i didn't really enjoy for example i think what uh, x-men days of future past did so well is they took this big broad idea of the x-men and they gave us a distinct endpoint for that movie they uh shrunk this cast down into a core core group Of X-Men. And I think the biggest mistake of this one is, yes, there are a lot of X-Men doing things, but there's a lot of X-Men doing things. Where the X-Men movies in the past have failed is they focused only on Wolverine only mm-hmm. on Logan. Now, this you take away that that center point of Logan. Who who would you guys say the main character in this movie is? Is it Charles? It's a great question. It's a great. I think question. you lose There'd that centerpiece too. I mean, could yeah. be Eric. I think there's an argument for Eric. Cyclops. Uh, is there an argument for Cyclops mm, in there? Raven? Not as much
0: raven i would definitely say would be a contender for me yeah it's
1: more of an ensemble movie though which i think you lose your focus when you go that route but i think a lot of story elements really work for me michael fassbender as magneto Mm, i think once again once again kills it i think towards the end when he's working with apocalypse you kind of lose his story but man the first hour his story fantastic so yeah i'm I'm a I'm a slight fan of this movie. I I am ready to talk a slight about it. Fan. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Micah, are you as are you are you where Ethan is? Where are you at? Well, first of all, you the X-Men movies that you watched with your dad. Was this among
2: them? This was the second to last that we saw. Okay. So we didn't watch Deadpool 2 together, but we watched Logan after this. Okay. Uh so we watched every single X-Men movie from X-Men to Logan. And um This was my second watch. Uh, The first time I watched it was on Blu-ray, I believe. Maybe it was on Netflix for a short time. I don't remember. It could be my third watch. Uh, I don't really remember. But this is the watch that's important because this is the one where I realized this movie kind of rules. I like this movie. Mm. All right. So what X-Men Apocalypse does different from the other X-Men movies is it, I think, is the most x-men movie we've had where it focuses on the whole group every other movie before this has been it's a logan movie or it's a jean gray movie or it's uh you know you know what i mean yep. it's just like focusing mostly on this one person mostly on this other person and then a bunch of side characters you don't care about at all mm-hmm. and you just want to get off the screen yeah. mm-hmm. there were really characters in this that i wanted to get off the screen even the villain like people dog on Oscar Isaac being a uh, being uh what's his name like apocalypse they call him apocalypse in the uh, but he's got some Egyptian name people dog on him for looking weird and for uh, saying these words but I mean the lines weren't that far off from what I'd expect the character to say he's a threatening villain mm-hmm. he has these amazing powers and he, it's like I if you pit it up, up against Thanos, I think it'd be an interesting fight. Like, that'd be pretty cool. And with this movie, how I feel it's more of an X-Men movie than the other ones is it takes all these characters and it doesn't go super far deep into them, but it shows you just enough to get you interested in them. So you're not just bored whenever a character is on screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like with Quicksilver, they give them the, the stuff we care about. With Jean Grey, they give us the stuff we care about. With... Uh, what's his name? Gazer Beam. We <laughs> give like, us a a Cyclops. Coat. Cyclops. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I almost said Vision. It's not Vision. Uh, <laughs> he has no vision. Like every single character, I didn't care about Nightcrawler before this. I didn't care about Angel before this. I didn't care about like they they hmm. give all of these characters wow. a little bit more hmm. that just gets me interested in them. I'm to like, me, all right, hey, yeah. these are
1: cool. To me, that this channeled a lot of the energy that I felt the sh- the animated show gives you. Yeah, is yeah. Is all these characters doing just so so many different things on different missions having different tasks and they really meet up at these small connection points but i think yeah i i like that you love this movie mm-hmm. i do but i think like your favorite part of this movie is kind of my critique of it is i've never latched on to that character yeah mm-hmm. i think it was a fun journey beginning and i i enjoyed it but i never felt narratively like all right i love this character i think he knew that he had logan in the pipeline
2: And that's why he didn't focus on just one character, because he knew he had Logan coming up, and who knew if there was going to be a sequel after this? As the final X-Men movie, it's not, but as the final (laughs) X-Men movie, I would be happy if this is where the series ended. Yeah, I think... Like, this would be a satisfying... Like, okay, yeah, they set up the the Dark Phoenix stuff, that could have been a cool thing to go on. Shame they didn't make a Dark Phoenix movie, right? So... (laughs) (laughs) we're, We're
1: we're all we're all set i but think at points it just taps into that oh well, that, before we dig too yeah deep yeah, yeah it. go, ahead. Ben go ahead. Ben. Yeah. so i'm gonna come in
0: more negative than both of you okay. on this one i i did not have a good time with this movie and it's not to say that it's bad i'm not gonna go you know deep down but i can say that there was. This mo this movie has moments of greatness, true moments of greatness where I feel so invested. But those moments are very far and uh, far apart. What's one you're thinking that, of? That oh, I mean, well, we're gonna Just I'm right. gonna mention it after this. Okay, after my summary, but I think that this movie has moments of greatness, but I think it falls flat in many many aspects. Ethan, I agree with your critique, and it's in contrast to Micah's point. This movie reminds me of if the Avengers existed without any of the other team up so no, not team up solo films so it comes in and you don't have a Thor film and you don't have a an Iron Man film and you don't have a Captain America film and all of these characters just show up as an X-Men fan from the comics you know who these characters are but you don't the problem is you don't care about the characters so when they're doing things on screen it may look cool but to me I feel absolutely nothing the only characters that I feel who are actually do give a very genuine performance and who i actually care about are eric and charles and that's about it for Same me note. no no yeah. raven either not even raven oh. i think raven falls very as flat as she has I, I like her in the in even first class and i also like her in uh days of future past but this no i
2: do not like raven i and like the implications of her character in this movie so like what? what yeah, what it, I liked how she's. This is a different timeline. Yep, they can take as many changes as they want, and the fans will could accept it because it's a different timeline. We we already saw what the X Men were. We saw like a more true to the comics, true to like main storyline X Men from original, Gra- more
1: grounded. Yeah, more version. grounded yeah.
2: X Men. And we saw how these characters were. We saw how they played out, and now we get to see some characters live completely different lives in this we see angel who's playing a villain now we see raven who's playing uh she doesn't want to be a hero but people look up to her all of those x-men uh when she changed back into her um raven form Mm -hmm. uh, or her mystique form she was like uh, all all the all the kids were amazed that wow she's here Mm -hmm. like this is the person i've looked up to my whole life for the past ten years, yeah. she's been in and out of hiding and rescuing these mutants and being a hero, but she doesn't see herself as one. That's really cool to me. I don't want to dig too deep into yeah. her character right now, well, but so that's another
0: point. You talk about the, the how the, the story flows and the and the timeline. I think even this movie is confused on many sure. aspects of this. Like
1: an interjection, all right? Okay. So let's apply. There was a peak film that recently came out called The Flash. And if we take that time travel logic of the Flash and apply it to the X-Men timeline, I think all your problems are solved, Ben. Really? So, yeah. So the, <laughs> Okay, I'm ready for this. <laughs> remember, remember, we have Michael Keaton with the spaghetti. He said, when you travel back in time, you not only create an alternate future, you create an alternate past that that's what that's what we see going on in this oh, in this points. movie oh yeah yeah there's an alternate flash in here too
0: so so my big my <laughs> my, my one big one on. and maybe maybe it does solve this but my one <laughs> no, big it doesn't one, it makes no sense i just wanted to talk I, about just, the flash it's just i don't there's so much in this movie and i, I my my biggest my biggest critique is apocalypse he is really? he is so not threatening. And Oscar Isaac, who is usually great, I love Oscar Isaac, even in the sequels, I will say. He is so atrocious one. in this movie. Mm. I absolutely hate Apocalypse. He is one of the worst villains that I think we've seen on this list. Huh. I know it's not the most popular opinion, but I think he he misses the mark at being intimidating so bad. And it starts quickly with him putting his hand on the tv and saying yeah but you love that he
1: learns like the knowledge of the world but is fully just american history and fully just in english
0: (laughs) i just i to me and and all of his all of his four horsemen are i don't care about any of them except for magneto so there's i have many issues with it that we are going to get into but i want to start Positive because the movie, in my opinion, starts pretty positive. The one scene that I will say that was an absolute standout; it deserves to be in a much better movie, is the forest scene. Mag's pretty neato, you know. Magneto's Logan scene. Listen, all right. That's a good scene. Yeah, one of the most emotional scenes I think we've seen in this X Men uh, whole trilogy, I guess. Oh my goodness! Holy Mm. cow! did i actually start to tear up for my a babies? second
1: michael fassbender was so good he he delivered i mean come on right i didn't i didn't realize at first that his daughter and his wife got shot mm-hmm. i thought it was just his daughter and i'm like man that sucks what and then shot it panned out and it was both of them dead and i was like wow that is crazy but that's my my, my biggest critique with this movie is they do Magneto so good in the first half. They really do. He is on a trajectory that is <clears throat> so much different than what we've seen from him before. Yes. And this is the the sixth movie where Magneto is just this villain again. He has the same arc, same uh, you know, deprogression progression. What do you call that? I saw As, a review the, online the where ascension. it said
2: this movie is. Magneto, don't do that. Part four or whatever. Yes. Part (laughs) six, man. (laughs) Every
1: movie is just Magneto versus X-Men in some capacity. Now, yes, you have Apocalypse thrown in there. And I think as far as a threat standpoint goes, they establish him as a threat, in my opinion. The way he infiltrates Cerebro and takes a hold of Charles, that is such a huge display of powers. But I think apart from him being a... like His powers are never defined. It's unclear how powerful this guy is and why you see him in scenes just melting the floor why doesn't he just melt the floor around every human and save all the mutants it his powers need to know you need to know where the line ends mm-hmm. and i feel like he's just infinitely powerful but as far as being a threat goes you do feel like going into that final act okay how, how are they going to take him down How are they going to take him down? Oh, it's just the phoenix. Just... And then he's dead. The
2: concept (laughs) of him was pretty cool, though. I I liked how It was uh, the Egyptian gods were all based on this dude. That was pretty cool. The
0: opening sequence is
2: epic. Yeah, the opening sequence. I texted you guys as soon as I was watching. I was like, dude, this this opening sequence is kind of sick. And uh, seeing how all of these, I'm assuming they were like Israelites or something. They were all uh, killing this. They were like, false god, false god. And they destroyed the pyramid over the... uh, That was pretty sick. It was. And And the 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 CGI is pretty good, too. Into
0: the opening (laughs) logos. And then we get a crash
2: course of all of history that's going on past this. Very, very cool. And it kind of reminds you of what Apocalypse is going to be seeing later on. Because he's like, oh, I saw all of human history. Let's take away what they think is powerful. These weapons, these bombs, these no more swords, no more spears... I will disarm them, and then they'll have no fight against me. The problem is, I just don't take him seriously because of the way
0: he looks. He is not an intimidating Thanos. Yes, the threat he presents to the world and the X-Men, yes, that makes sense to me. But I don't feel that... Imposing mm. Darth Vader, Thanos level threat because he doesn't carry himself at. The dude is is as tall, if not even shorter right. than
1: some of the other so X Men. His height is a big thing. It the most intimidating he is size wise is when he's, him and Charles yes. are in each other's minds. A cool. Scene. And they're fighting in there. That that is how he's supposed to look size wise. He's supposed to be like I'm not sure on the actual height, but he's supposed to be like Hulk size. A guy like, uh, think of the dark side in uh, whatever Snyder movie, oh, yeah, yeah, that's the size of that you want him to be. And he's just okay, he's a normal dude. He's, Boys, n- do you not- know how tall Oscar Isaac is? <laughs> go ahead, I think he's, he's five, six, five, nine, six. five, nine. Nine. nine.
0: Like, I'm sorry, he's not short, dude, but go. like, he's
2: not tall. Let's go, and he's the same
0: height as me. I'm not picking on Shout out. the <laughs> height here, I'm picking on how they presented in the film. Mm-hmm. And it, I, you just, I don't see him as threatening. He's just another bad guy. But then he is disintegrating people
2: with a thought. Who would win? Thanos or Apocalypse? I Apocalypse would win. Apocalypse I think Apocalypse win? would win. But what what, who the do Infinity I think Gauntlet? is five, five stone Infinity
0: Gauntlet? Oh, okay, well, with the Infinity Gauntlet, guaranteed Thanos wins. Okay. What, what about
2: like four or three? Okay. Six well, stone. We're going too far. Huh? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I just, I don't, and I don't know. I just don't, I don't feel the threat. hmm Personally, against the X Men that Apocalypse brings in this movie, he he's not good. There's some really cheesy lines, and his he I see Oscar Isaac there. His eyes, they just look like human
2: eyes, man. Dreamy. I don't well. I, I think mean, if we if you he, do have a
1: big uh, I do have a big, big dreamy picture of, picture of Oscar Isaac just <laughs> looking right at me. <laughs> it's, it's got good stubble going on. It's I like some,
2: it. Uh, it's motivation. It I like motivation. Apocalypse how he brings out the villain in these characters he brings out the the strongest (laughs) abilities of by himself he is not as threatening but with that team he builds up in that final battle it showcases how uh brutal angel can be it shows the the lightsaber girl wasn't that great but whatever he powers up uh he powers up magneto (laughs) he powers up um um the cerebro that was pretty cool was how cool. he yeah. just was able to control he, I'm being connected, or whatever he said, and <laughs> thanks for letting me in. <laughs> like that, all right. that was pretty sick. How he yeah. was able to just take these people's powers and run with them. It's not it's not bad. He's I just, threatening by association.
0: <laughs> yeah, And, and him giving the like I don't care about any of the uh, any of his cronies. Storm is super weak. Her accents <laughs> horribly weak. I, yeah, what's up with that? It's really bad. Oh Angel
2: yeah, how Storm is a villain though too. That that's there, cool. <laughs> there is a scene,
0: and I I watched Sam walked in, and we we were watching. It was a scene, and he was sitting there with Psylocke and. Um, Storm and they were both sitting there and he was he, for, he was forging some like the outfit of angel I, wrote a, just I sitting there and they were all just standing there in a circle and the other two were watching him and I was like Did he do that with all of their outfits like imagine him designing Psylocke? i like Oh, yeah He was like, doing what he did? Like, the was most
2: unintimidating thing what, like he did
1: this? I wrote down the, his villain powers are to make cool suits
2: yeah. <laughs> guys, I'm going Because you ours. see him
1: forge Magneto's yeah. helmet later. So sometimes the, the is a helmet from your past yeah. <laughs> is everything he's done. He's, this is what they took away from
0: you from yeah. the ground. Yeah. So I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm being too negative here. Like you guys, Ethan, you're not as hot, but you like this movie. And Maithen, you, Micah, you really like this movie. So
2: let's do positive. Like, what do, what do, I do you really like? Don't understand why this is the most hated. X Men. I don't think it's the worst X Men movie for sure. This
0: is not the worst X Men movie. I don't think that.
2: But it's definitely down there. As a group movie, so this isn't Avengers level. No. Is it Justice League level? Because you you said something that I've heard uh, an argument for the Justice League. They didn't have their individual movies before this, before uh, Snyderverse. What do you think about that? Do you think that this handled it better than, I mean, sure, original. Or at least Justice League, sure. Is this better than Snyderverse? Uh, Let, can me and you
0: agree? Yeah, and is this just better a, than Snyder just a bash. Yeah, b- yeah. yeah I mean, so, let's do it. Let's say that. <laughs> so Snyderverse is way better. Than the the, the hard, His heart's cracking. Uh, He's trying to. Did Wonder, Wonder Woman was, come
2: out before or after BVS? After BVS, after before BVS. Justice League. Wonder Woman that,
0: was the one solo film that you came out. Do think that
2: they showed well, Wonder Woman better in BVS than some characters in... Like, I'm trying to relate it to a different level. Oh,
0: yeah, no, for sure. And I I see where this comparison is. It's just the Justice League movie is four hours, and this is two and a half. You have an hour and a half more to develop the characters. Mm -hmm. Now, in a perfect world, yeah, I want my Flash movie before. I want my Cyborg movie. I want my Aquaman movie before my team-up We wouldn't have gotten a Justice League if those movies came up first. (laughs) Well, I mean, in a like, uh, the DCEU was... A mess. It I, coming from a fan. It was a mess.
1: DCU is it a been. mess.
0: It, it's uh, currently the one is it's in shambles, <laughs> and I I love that one. But I think Wonder Woman in BVS is kind of there, and then but I, I like the way it handles Wonder Woman in that one, giving her one of the most epic moments, and I also think. BVS is a much more focused story Mm. than this. This is Ethan is right. This has a lot of characters in the intro. You are introduced to Cyclops and Jean Grey, as well as bringing characters back like Eric and Charles, like there's so
1: funny. This is our sixth, like big X-Men movie. What ninth? If we count all the other spinoffs, but why, why in this movie, are they still treating it like we've never seen an X-Men movie before? Oh, that's Jean Grey. She had, I have telekinesis. She has night fliers. Yeah, we know this, okay? There's, okay. There's a girl powers who's freaking out down
2: the hall. Who could it be?
1: Yeah. Like we know this. We've this is the sixth movie. We get it, okay? <laughs> it it felt like all right, this one has to end like an origin story. That's how it felt. The ending was you guys are the X-Men. Okay, yeah. What, what
2: How I love those I those right
1: beams
0: that fell in the That, was, that was so cool. Yes, those yeah. landed, I was like, I actually like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, Let's go. Also, that can, can it's you
2: the X-Men, they're back. I have
0: a question, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> can you answer me this one? Yeah. Can you answer me answer me this question? What in the world is Moira McTaggart's role? What is her purpose Why is
2: she in suit this up? role? Here, here. Why I, is she here? I made a note. Okay, you point out some bad things. It, it was for
1: this scene. I wrote Chariz Xavier. That is for him. <laughs> oh, dude,
2: I've checked her out. Learning that's, it. I up. mean, okay. I've, I've checked her out. I mean, looked at. I mean, uh, looked at nice, her brain. To, I mean, uh, the, nice meeting you for the first time. Yeah, dude. Come on. There. <laughs> this is so different from well, the
1: last. What time. did she do in the first one? When I saw her, it, it's always that thing when you're watching an X Men movie. Okay, who? You know, like, I, I know that actor. I've seen that, that actor is. in a movie before. And mm. I think, oh, yeah, she's a woman who had to get in her underwear to infiltrate yeah. in the opening yeah. scene of the other one. Oh, well, will
2: three watch that. <laughs> yes, yes. I remember. I remember. Like, like, like,
1: Wait a second. Oh, yeah, I know mm-hmm. who she is. But okay. then it's like they go to the classic amnesia plot. Right. Oh, yeah, I, I wiped her brain. And also, she knew. If I
0: recall correctly, she Cuba. knew Cuba. who charles xavier was now he wiped her mind of the x-men stuff but at the end of first class like she is aware of who charles xavier is like she remembers that she met him and in this movie she has no idea who he is she's never met him oh i read your stuff before but she has no idea who he is yeah but i think i have level five clearance <laughs> <laughs>
1: that worked yeah
0: continuity error another huge one is Mystique. Remember, I go back to the spaghetti strands. You're right. You change right. the past by help, changing the future. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help overlooking the fact that Mystique took Wolverine in Days of Future Past, and now actually, no, no, Stryker does have Wolverine. He is in the Weapon X program. Like, so
2: that means that Raven took <laughs> Wolverine as Stryker. Yep. To Stryker's base, yep. and then left. Stryker showed up. He's like, "Whoa." <laughs> Because. Because we caught we caught
1: Logan. <laughs> I'll tell you what though, as someone who has never seen this movie, I just I was like, oh yeah, X Men: Days of Future Past, and then Logan. Head, that he's out, he's not in this movie. So I'm like, who's gonna come out of this? Said, they they even said he, they turned him into a weapon, and I'm like, yo, is this Juggernaut? <laughs> Dude, you didn't know? I had no idea. It was oh, Walter. so
2: that must have been epic. <laughs> it was so cool. Yeah, Dude, <laughs> I'm gonna say it later, but <sighs> Logan, man,
0: <laughs> listen.
2: There are three scenes in
0: this movie that oh, belong wait, in a better movie. Wait. It's, it's, it's the the opening scene in the woods with Magneto. It is the Quicksilver scene in this movie, Sweet and it's the Logan scene in Alkali Lake.
1: Like holy crap! That's my the the thing I was so excited going into this movie is like, all right, what did I love about Days of Future Past that so we'll get in this one? You have Evan Peters right in the poster. I'm like, yes, I love Evan Peters Quicksilver. It's one of my probably. My second favorite, maybe third. He's one of the top five easy castings of the X-Men trilogy, or X-Men. This is the wrapping of this trilogy, but I'm like, all right, we get more of him. But then there are like 13 other mutants they throw in here that I don't care about. I I would love... Would have loved to have, have had Evan Peters as like a focal X Men in this movie because the scenes we do get with him are super sick. Yeah, and where he's like
2: struggling with his dad is Magneto, yeah, and he yeah. just wants to tell him so bad, but he can't. That's a that
1: family thing. dynamic there, and you, they don't really tap into it because
2: why? Why don't they do that?
0: I'm oh. here for my family too. I'm here for bro. It's your dad. That's like so him, that's dude. an interesting thing. Love because it. that's something he that just lost his family. He has part of his family back mm-hmm. now. It's his son. Like tap into that. Please. They wanna
2: put that in the next movie. The they don't have some things and Dark... Spoiler alert, they don't. I know they don't. But... I've oh. never seen that one either, oh, so I I I think my my mind blocked it out.
1: Dark uh, Phoenix. As
2: if I were in a car accident or something. <laughs> it just trauma blocked it. Oh man. I don't I... know what the character's name is, but I've got uh one specific scene that stands out to me as pretty much the only scene that bored me in this movie and that's when whenever they're at that like i don't even know what it was like a shop there's that bald dude who's standing on the counter he's like oh yes yeah. i know where a bunch of mutants are oh uh, yeah caliban wears if you have coin kind of thing yeah. I don't know who that the guy was. The mutant origin
1: store. And mutant broker.
2: Yeah. It, yeah. M- I didn't care about th- that, those scenes at all. I just wanted him to move. Yeah. That was the only character where I'm like, I don't care about you. Get out. Yeah. Besides that, I I yeah. kind of love this movie. Go in. Go into why you like this movie. I kind of love this been, movie. I've been too negative. Because it keeps you entertained the whole time. It's always introducing new characters. It's always giving me reasons to love these characters. I love Cyclops' intro In this movie, you see the point where he gets his laser vision. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. He's just in class and they drop the name Scott, and you're like, oh, there he is. Okay. One's going to happen. And he's like, itching his eyes. Oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You're checking out my girl. No, no. My eyes are just really itchy. Something is really wrong. I got to teach. Can I go to the bathroom? Go to the principal's office. Wherever.
1: Yeah. Are you crying? That scene I wrote down. Teachers in movies never know when class is going to end. Oh no, no. seriously? Yeah, you go to the
2: bathroom. Bell rings, like in school for me. (laughs) If we were five minutes from the bell, (laughs) if we were ten minutes from the bell, fifteen minutes, no one loves you. You're going to the bathroom. you're going to wait till passing period. Yep. (laughs) But keep going, my guy. Yeah, and then he gets to the bathroom, and then uh, what's his name? I don't know. Flash Thompson shows up, and he's like, "You crying already? I haven't even beat you up."
1: (laughs) Scott's got his head in his hands, and he's like. (laughs) <laughs>
2: i'm not crying man. i just really itch so bad
1: <laughs> no yeah that's the cool part that about cool these home. movies is they take these people with extraordinary gifts yeah and they highlight like the curse of it like wh- how this would ruin you like now he's just got mm, to wear a bandana uh, or uh freaking sunglasses you know that's yeah, his life now his sunglasses. first
2: shots uh his like ray-bans he, he, he shoots up in the other movies, it's Oakley's. You oh, know, oh, so in this one, it's Rayman's. That's some progression. that's like uh, that's the
1: s- uh, spaghetti crossing. <laughs> this is a different timeline. Yeah. I liked
2: um, <laughs> seeing his first shots with the with the laser eyes. So in the bathroom, when he shoots the stall door onto Flash Thompson on the wall, <laughs> and then onto the ceiling, and then uh, when he goes to uh, the house of X or whatever it's called, the the mansion, and he shoots that tree down, he's like. My father pledged that tree.
1: Yeah. I was very intrigued this whole movie. All right. I know. On the poster, on the cover, uh, Charles is bald. All right. Let me see. Bald and what?
2: Bald and in the chair. <laughs> That's important,
1: right? Right. Bald in the chair, and um, he's got his suit on. Since you've grabbed your your 4K, Micah, would you mind reading a few things off of this 4K for yeah. us? <laughs>
2: I went into this movie with very low expectations. <laughs> I was like, all right, this is gonna be another. Um, what was what was the last movie where I was like, oh yeah, this is gonna be bad? Dark World. Dark World. I was like, all right, people hate this movie. It's been a while since. Yeah. It's been a while since Pretty Dark bad, World. Yeah. Uh, people were like, yeah, this movie is trash. If you can avoid it, avoid it like the plague. So I was reading this box, and I said, "One of the coolest superhero movies of the decade," and that's from Richard Ropert of Chicago Sun Times. Now, Micah,
1: you you enjoy this movie, but that's a bold claim. That's right? a bold claim for come on.
2: <laughs> one of the coolest superhero movies of the I think I said of all the time before of the decade. Sorry. So six years ago, what came out six years ago? X Men: The Last Stand. So that's the that's the furthest. Mm-hmm. That's 2006. Is it really cooler than the next movie, Ghost Rider? Oh, I think it's a tough one, man. I don't think so. But we've got all of phase one, all of phase two, <laughs> Civil War. I <laughs> think
1: we've no, got he's like,
2: writing this, fresh off of Civil War,
0: dude. Not all, Spider Man
1: 3. Keep not all of phase one, you had Iron Man and then you had Hulk that were not quite in the decade. Yeah, it was well,
2: 2006. Uh, this is 2016. Mm hmm. 10 years ago, 2006. Mm-hmm, no, I, but he, I believe but he's talking 10, 2010 to That would be the line. Oh, of, like, of the decade. decade okay. Yeah. So from 2010, I Iron mean, Man 2, Iron Man 3. We okay, haven't even dipped into
1: DC. Spirit either, of like, Vengeance. <laughs> <And> <laughs> when the Avengers.
2: Dark, dark Knight Rises, when did that come out?
1: Yeah, The, the Avengers. That's all you have to say. Like, the, yes, Avengers. the Avengers, yeah.
2: Yeah. yes. Here's another one. Uh, massively entertaining. And here's, here's the, the thing. thing. It was massively entertaining. <laughs> Do you
0: know how much stock I put into <laughs> writing reviews on a DVD cover?
2: Absolutely well, zero. See, fair part is gotta play. read
1: the source that that they oh, quote yeah, on these.
2: They? It said, "Uh, oh, it's kind of hard to see." I, I think they, they did that on purpose. i mean no no. no look at show. the front one. On? the front one? The front one was saying? the Chicago Sun Times. <laughs> it's Daredevil up there. Is your Daredevil D- DVD is... up
0: there, Micah? Yeah, it is. Tim... I'm gonna. Get that, Ethan. I, I want to hear something. I, I know there's something on the Daredevil DVD that says it's like, this the is so movie entertaining.
1: <laughs> and let me tell you, you know what. Do you see a quote on here, Micah? On the Daredevil Blu ray? <laughs>
2: let me give it another back in front. Was I did not have a quote. I think they couldn't. It says, the ultimate high definition experience because of right. the Blu ray. So it's talking about the Blu ray. But no one. <laughs> No one, no one
0: left a review a all you
1: Daredevil fans out there. Daredevil fans attacking us on TikTok. All right, one more. Get a lecture real
0: quick. Get, Get a- Electra. <laughs> There's no way Last Electra <laughs> has last something one
1: we'll do. on there.
2: That- <laughs> one of the movies of the decade. <laughs> Anything? It does? Okay, okay. No way. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I mean, it's got like the, the thing, right? Like where Power it talks the about duck. the little blurb. Howard the Duck's got no, something, right? No, the
0: 4Ks usually don't. It's usually just a box art. But
2: this isn't a 4K. X-Men no, Apocalypse. the uh,
0: Howard the Duck one. Oh, okay. The re-release of the 4K usually doesn't have it. It's usually a new release 4K. Unbelievable, guys. That has. I never
2: paid attention to these things before.
0: Yeah. What a... What a uh, From first to worst, bros. What a cool tangent we've just gone on here. <laughs> Maybe will put that back. Real quick. All because of the reviews on X-Men Apocalypse
2: 4K. Well, let's look at... For example, Logan says, high-octane action, unexpectedly moving. Okay,
0: Logan, from what I remember, deserves he Is unexpected unexpectedly moving. I guess
2: moving. the blurbs really aren't that telling. High-octane action, unexpectedly <laughs> moving. That's like most I, movies, right? I don't know. Definitely not
0: unexpectedly moving. This movie did not move me very much. It
2: moved me uh, to watch it for the podcast. Well,
0: yeah, but that's because we're doing this epic Marvel movie marathon. Every movie I am so excited to dive into just because we get to sit here and talk
2: about this it. This is one of the weaker Stan Lee cameos. gotta say. Oh, for sure. Yes. He didn't even say anything.
1: I don't even remember. Where was it?
2: The nukes launching. Uh he's oh, yeah. Just the old guy hug- hugging... His, uh, his squeeze. I missed it. Look it up and I the new show reflected and yeah, you'll remember it. Wow.
1: Sunglasses. I was at the movie edit. I'm like, wow, no Stanley cameo. Like I made a mental note, but really? here I am. I, I just missed it. Yeah, it
0: was. he definitely showed up. There was a, it was a wide shot and then they panned into a close-up shot, but you can tell they didn't <laughs> film a close-up shot. They just zoomed in from mm, the shot that they had. I like when I do
1: editing the podcast. Crop a zoom. Yeah, there we you go. You see, it's, it's, it's,
0: not, it's not bad when you're a uh, low-level YouTuber. But low when level. you're making a... We're high-level, dude. you're making a... We're, we're knocking on 500 subs. ...budget film. Speaking of, hold on, what was the budget for this film? Oh, right yeah, yeah, let me pull this up. What was the budget? I want to know what this movie was made for, because there were certain scenes that did not... It didn't impress me as far as CGI. All
2: right, the budget for this movie was $178 million. Oh. Uh, hmm. This was a little... A little more than uh, some other movies. And how much did it make? 542. Mm, oh. Wow. Iron Man made 585. Uh, yeah, Ant-Man but, made 518. Yeah, but you're... Across the Spider-Verse, before. it's not the updated number, but uh, from what I have, it's at 493. Across the Spider-Verse is that like... Did that make like I'm six? I'm pretty sure
0: it's at like 800 million now. Eight
2: now? I have to update Maybe seven. Uh, yeah. Quantumania made 475. Well were made 449 so this is one of the movies of all time it is one of the movies of all time it definitely didn't perform outstandingly it didn't perform very bad it made three times its budget so it was a success listen man
0: it it definitely has its fans all right i'm i'm gonna sit here as a detractor from this movie but i'm not gonna fault you for liking this movie like i was listening to chris stuckman on the way here i always like to indulge one of the experts I think on YouTube and the experts he, he well I mean ex- we're obviously <laughs> the ex- most experts. The
1: experts. experts Ben you missed it and also
0: yes experts <laughs> x this movie is definitely not an expert in giving us X-men quality yeah. like
1: that's what know. that's what's so upsetting about it is if we're tracking brian singer's x-men career right he did that first one first kick at it you know he's still learning but for the most part a super enjoyable film yeah. second one we really loved the second. i just re-listened to our x2 podcast for for shorts material we loved that movie that's a good movie and then brett ratner came in for the last stand so brian singer did not get to finish that trilogy and then he wasn't there for first class i think that was Michael Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn. He was in there. So then his third movie was Days of Future Past. And we, that's in our top five. Dude. That movie is so good. Mm-hmm. So, of course, going into yeah. Apocalypse, we're jazzed out of our minds like, all right, what does Brian Singer have for us this time? This build off of Days of Future Past. But it really, it fizzles out. I say that there's no like movie that comes out with X Men franchise we're like yep it's dead on arrival but this is the start of the fizz because it it started to lose momentum and then you get dark phoenix which i haven't seen but well,
2: <laughs> yeah. the guy who wrote this movie so there are four people who wrote yeah. this movie there was brian singer simon kinberg remember that mo- uh remember that name yeah. michael Dougherty and dan harris simon kinberg went on to direct and write our favorite dark phoenix
0: his feature film debut my right. add? amazing okay. I, it's yes. a, it's going to be interesting i think but i know But this what is Brian Singer's
2: last appearance on our uh, yeah. on our podcast at least for a while i don't he's, know if he's coming back
0: okay i will say this he has been a staple in bringing the comic book movie genre to the way it is today like he's a pretty big name and i think i really give props to Brian Singer this for a, a lot of what he's done he's currently for working Singer. on a
1: documentary to uh Disprove the allegations against him. So
2: whatever I didn't
1: know anything about it. He's <laughs> a few sexual allegations really? against him. I didn't know oh yeah, that. yeah. People dude, look at him. People really. hate look, <laughs> look, look at that dude. People despise the man online Ryan for Sigma. sure. And I think I think when we get Whoa. into Dark Phoenix, Sigma. that real life drama will seep into Ooh. what's going on. But Returns, why he wasn't too? a part of Dark Phoenix? That makes sense. I never knew the reason.
0: Also, okay. he was working
2: on Bohemian Rhapsody at the time, so.
0: I want to mention a scene that we kind of glossed over. We didn't really gloss over it. I kind of mentioned it. Uh I want oh, to I did not here. really expect them to top the quicksilver scene underneath the bunker. I did not expect that. And they did, I feel like. I, I might be, I might be preaching heresy here, but I think this is better than the it's first a long, longer cut, right? No? Am I wrong here?
1: I I to prefer the like, kitchen scene over do. this okay. one just because Once again, the stakes are lower. I like the grounded nature. I mean, yeah, they're time traveling, but I like the grounded nature of that where and it's the first time we see it. And I think they did more uh, practical shots in the kitchen scene as opposed Mm. to this one. This one felt a lot. There's a lot of it's hard to when they do a great scene like that and the bombs exploding. It's hard to really grasp. Okay, my brain just goes to man. This guy is so fast. And it kind of pulls me out of the movie and the rest of the movie he's in where they kind of dumb him down for the rest of the movie where he's so fast in this movie. And but yeah. it, it is it's a really cool sequence. But I prefer the kitchen one yeah, a for little the kitchen more.
2: one, they actually had him run around real fast. This one, they just yeah, yeah, his
1: legs got tired. No, well, but the, the kitchen one, there was an actual camera. They filmed the kitchen. They CGI'd all the utensils and water yeah. in. but then they had a separate shot of him running on the green screen. So, Yeah. I did, go ahead. Go ahead. I
2: did like how they gave him more action in this movie. So, for example, in the Apocalypse fight, when he's running around yeah, him, yeah. they give him that kind of Superman thing in Snyder League yeah, where uh, Apocalypse catches up with his eyes and then does this, like catches his leg in sand and then breaks his leg. Yeah, yeah. That was brutal.
1: That was <laughs> that good. Was I good. liked that a lot. That was, I think
2: that, yeah, that was really good. And uh, going back to Saving from the House, I liked uh, so he saves everybody. He's he's going through, and he does little quips with all the different characters. There's the, there's the dog eating the pizza. There's uh, the, the Really the make-out class. scene yeah. where the, the guy's got his tongue out. out <laughs> and then yes. he's, but he's
1: like four feet away. Yeah, but yeah. No. like...
2: Nah. The approach. Oh, man, dude, it's so oh, good. Uh, he chugs, uh, the, chugs the soda. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So many little things in that scene that you can pick apart and be like, oh, this is, this is great. I thought about this scene. It's
1: so funny to think about how if he wasn't there, Havoc would have just murdered all these X-Men.
2: <laughs> and then what they do is they... What Marvel does is they take a serious scene and they undercut it with a joke. What they did here was they took this the funny scene of everyone being rescued from this bomb and then they undercut it with a serious part. 'Cause they say, oh yeah, I think I got everybody.
1: Oh yeah. Did did,
2: mm. did you see my brother? Was he in there?
1: He was he, the closest got, to the blast. Yeah. He got an epic send-off though. When uh, Charles <laughs> is like he's like, All right, reek!
2: Havoc!
1: I remember
0: that moment, plane right there? Yeah. What? I remember that his name was Havoc. In, in that, that moment, moment. yeah. Because <laughs> I, I forgot that that character was in first class. Yeah.
1: I forgot about him, I'm I not gonna remember lie. him in
2: first class? Yeah, yeah he was, see, one, he was the main,
1: one of the main survivors I mean, in first class. I don't remember. I thought it was Cyclops. Remember, he, uh, he, he has the wingsuit and he screams at the water and he flies. That was him? Yeah, same guy. No, was it? No, Did that was a that was Screech. No. That was Flying Squirrel yeah. <laughs> No, remember he had the he, Yeah, he was someone with the big Wait, laser no, on his head. What chest. was it? What
2: was that one guy's name? Darwin? <laughs> Darwin that just exploded. <laughs> was that Darwin? Yeah, yeah. Exploded. yeah, yeah, yeah. that exploded. That guy, I in the comics, he's one of the greatest <laughs> he can
1: adapt to anything, of all yeah. time
2: because his power set is so unique. Like there's a there's a, a comic of him with uh, he's fighting Hulk, and his body adapts him to teleport because that's his best scenario, but instead he ignites himself I'm in that movie and died.
0: That's better yeah. than
1: teleporting.
0: <laughs>
2: I, it's a better. I don't.
0: I don't know, man. I just remember. We should rewatch
1: First Class, oh my specifically God. the scene where they give themselves names. Just that. Oh, yeah. Just that scene. That's a good. I'm movie. glad.
2: All right. X-Men has come a long way. <laughs> Very long way. X-Men has come a long way. We can agree on that. Yeah, they and still- Hold on. With up. this movie, hold on. No, you hold on. I was talking. This is probably the movie, the X-Men movie with the least amount of cringe lines. Can you agree? Not- Days of Future
0: Past less. Really? No, Days of Future Past. Really? No. Yeah.
1: Of Future oh. Past. And I even feel like
0: X
2: Oscar Isaac had some, okay? But, Storm every line that she had Okay, I uh, think all
1: the first I, class Energy that seeped into this movie Was
2: I didn't physically cringe At any line I was like okay Yeah that that didn't go over as well but It was one line out of a whole scene. A lot of Charles Xavier's lines Were pretty, <laughs> <laughs> pretty His more Like okay this is them trying to be guardians here Like I did and it doesn't work It just it, very, it
0: felt very A writer sat down and wrote That all right you know Oscar winning James McAvoy say this line you know it it didn't really feel
2: natural you know James uh, McAvoy went on screen I was watching with Rebecca and she's like "Oh, I know that guy I I him." so he is really good in
0: Split and I think he's no no he's not bad in these movies I haven't watched those movies Split Split is
1: that's where his acting really Signs is good
0: good. Uh, Unbreakable is another really good one Go What's on the, an M. Night Shyamalan. There's a third one. I, I forget here. what the third one is. Uh, Mr. Glass. Is, Glass is just the, Glass, the, the, yeah, the I third haven't seen one. Either. The secret trilogy of M. Night Shyamalan. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, um, secret. <laughs> do we. Is there anything else we want to mention here besides the epic line at the end um, with between Charles and uh, Eric? I think the absolute you do? What do you coolest
1: do? display of powers in this movie is. The fact that at the end, Gene and Michael Fassbender's Magneto magically get wicked construction abilities and they are reconstructing the x mansion from third so far away go ahead you're not giving him enough credit defend this
2: really bad scene where did eric work for 10 years hold on yes but in a steel mill in a steel mill he knows construction but
1: the the watch the scene (laughs) again and think logically why that was the best move to build the x mansion and it, how it looked. so they can have it for the next movie? Like it would be if they had Quicksilver Run around there with a hammer and like uh, a drill. Yeah, okay, I'd, I'd believe that. But it was like it looked like when you build Legos in Lego Star Wars, the like, way that yeah, yeah, those yeah LEGO Star Star Wars
0: commercials? Build the Lego Yay. Millennium Falcon.
1: It's yeah, they 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 blow up the X mansion, and then at the end they're like, "Well, shoot! Like, what was the point of blowing it up?" That was kind of stupid. Let's uh. Spelled it back. I spelled it back. We didn't yeah. give
2: enough credit to the Eric luncher parts in the beginning. Uh, True. Right. So yeah. I was saying, the, the
0: the line at the end between Eric and Charles mirrors the scene at the end of X2. I feel a great swell of pity for the man who shows up to my school armed like that. They say that exact line, the two, in X2. Mm-hmm. Which was a nice callback, I will say. Same line. Brian Singer. I'm not going to timeline him, though.
2: And I think that's really cool, how there are similarities. I mean, yeah, it's writing, but... I think it's cool how there are these spaghetti noodles, right? Yeah, go, Let's go ahead. back to no. Flash. Yes, yeah, these uh, spaghetti noodles making X's. The X Men. The X noodles.
1: Yes, yes, the X noodles.
2: Yes,
0: it's just I don't know. My main thing is I just during this movie I don't care that much. I don't care about many of the it things is that like, are happening. this
1: is the point where what a lot of people say about marvel movies is they're formulaic yeah this movie i really felt that the x-men movies had gotten so formulaic yes. this is the sixth time you're kind of doing this magneto toes the line of being a good guy him and charles have a relationship magneto's a bad guy then maybe at the end he kind of redeems himself and he's not so bad
2: magneto's yeah. one bad day story yeah for the yeah sixth
1: time. the sixth time yeah but <laughs> i like what you said the opening stuff with magneto i'm like wow this is yeah. so much better than i thought it would be and specifically when he tells his daughter he's like she asks him are they going to take you from me and mm-hmm. he says no and then a, a scene later they're the government's there. They're taking him from her, and she's so upset. The Jesus, birds start. The white yeah, the birds start going crazy.
0: Is and that then, Wanda, is that supposed to be Wanda?
1: Nah, that's Scarlet
0: Witch. No, because no.
1: we we saw Wanda in the previous movie. Oh, with yes, Evan Peters. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. You're right. You're right. She wasn't
1: in this movie. That's sad.
0: So, gentlemen if we had to think of a favorite scene from this movie and in my opinion it's not the greatest movie but it definitely has some very memorable scenes some very great scenes from x-men apocalypse if you had to narrow it down what would be your favorite scene mr Mmm,
1: jumping right to me uh definitely the scene when they're constructing the house is so good
0: (laughs) And that one is bad. There's some shoddy CGI there too. I think I, uh, I think they were kind of running on a budget. There. So were like, we got hope, Hoping,
1: <laughs> are one of you two going to take the mansion scene? Because I got another scene. I'll the one go with, into the building. No, the uh, <laughs> I'll, <laughs> listen. I'll go last, and if neither of you take it, I will. Okay, okay so okay. I'll go the Cerebro infiltration. I think that is a really cool sequence where no yeah, Apocalypse gets into because we know like in every X Men movie. There's a formula. All right, how are they gonna? Uh, (laughs) cripple cripple Charles make him useless right (laughs) but this I think was one of the more original ways to do it is you have uh you're right Apocalypse take control of Cerebro this thing that is exclusively Charles's thing this thing that makes him the single most powerful guy oh like that that is when Apocalypse became intimidating is when that happened when he overtook Cerebro and then you have it followed up by the great wreak havoc line. And then it all rolls into that and the mansion blowing up. But I like Charles, line. who is this huge threat. He's like taken advantage of. He's taken control of. And I think that that is really, really cool. Hmm. And, also- and I like how it goes from there. And he uh, uses the powers that Charles has to go out into the world and control all the minds of the mutants throughout turn the world the to turn the keys to get rid of all the nukes. Yeah, I really like that scene.
2: Mm. I think something that was really cool that wasn't spoken in this movie was uh the effect of the flashpoint of uh Mystique, the spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, the spaghetti of uh, Mystique saving the president from the mm-hmm. evil mutants, yeah. proving mutants worth in society, thus making Charles's school for the gifted not a hidden school. I think that's super cool. Hmm. So we see in the original trilogy that uh, Charles is... Uh, they can't have let the you, government know that this have is Have you here. tried
1: not being a mutant? <laughs> and <laughs> That's a quote no, from, from, X2. from X2. Yeah, yeah. yeah when the, the moms find out their son's a mutant. Have oh, are you okay. sure it's Iceman? Right? Have you tried not yeah. being a mutant? Yeah. yeah. Bobby Drake.
2: And, Bobby Drake. Uh, there are little things that show... That the government is supporting this development of mutant supporting right there's Cerebro having a bit higher budget of a design right it's more futuristic it looks cooler it works better. What? I don't. I don't think Cerebro looks very cool in this. I'm going to be honest. Well, it looks different. Cerebro. It's, not, it's not a big old box. In my it's opinion, slimmer.
0: I think Cerebro looks pretty stupid and fake.
2: Even and the X Men ship looks more modern than the one that they showed now, in I the original trilogy. Yep. You can tell that there's differences in these timelines. Spaghetti it's not timeline. just yeah. oh, uh, reset the timeline, <laughs> and then yes. it's just the same thing, but with different characters. It's different. It's different, man. What is your favorite different scene in yes.
0: this movie <laughs> favorite different scene in this movie, Michael?
2: Uh, well, we almost got naked Logan again. Oh, oh man. That would have been sick. I think my favorite scene, I put it in my letterbox review, is uh how Dark Phoenix she shows up. She uses her limitless power and rips off Oscar Isaac's shirt to reveal his to <laughs> expose him to uh to uh to destroy him the end
0: <laughs> it's a great scene man. if you're a fan of Hugh Jackman let's listen
2: i think oh, i found i love uh, how all right so it was the logan we're talking scene that about was my Apocalypse favorite here right yeah the logan scene is my okay, favorite okay. just because it sets up how logan is like there there are bits of this movie that set up the logan movie and i like how this differentiates this Logan from a, an alternate time. If this Logan had not had this interaction, the Logan movie would not have existed. You wouldn't have had a thing for Redheads. Yeah, that's right. He gives them... Uh, so, what's her name? Jean Grey. Jean Grey, yeah. She comes up and she's like... She uses her the force on Logan. She's like, Logan. She gave him a bit of his past. Mm-hmm. Just so he can remember i'm glad
0: you're taking that scene that's a the good Wolverine scene yeah coming out absolutely plus beautiful. we get to it's see cool. the animal yeah. one yeah. last like, time uh-huh. oh man oh man the like, full-on animal well we get, see, a lot, we get to see him use more a lot of blood there one more too. time oh yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot of blood turn radar
1: there for a second it was beautiful there were some like visceral scenes and they're like when when uh apocalypse is messing with angels like ribs and they're like poking out of his body that and they, you hear the crunching i'm like oh okay his toes line. oh for sure Go ahead, Ben. So I lied to you, Ethan. I'm. That's actually, okay. I'm, I'm not. As long as we take... know that Manch the Quicksilver is awesome.
0: Yeah, that's a great scene in this mm-hmm. movie. But I want to. Hi- I really just do want to highlight that Eric in the woods scene. Mm-hmm. I got to take that scene, man. It's the most that I felt in this movie. I actually was surprised at how much I disliked it at the end because once that scene hit, I was fully. I'm like, dude, this is going to be great. Eric is was one of my favorite parts of Future Past. I think he's going to give a great performance here. And They didn't really do anything with him after that. I think that scene where he has the watch of his parents and it goes through all of them in slow-mo, their necks, like, really well-constructed scene and fantastic acting by Michael Fassbender. He is also my favorite character mm. in this movie. Rolling right into that, Ooh. Michael Fassbender's Eric Lencher is absolutely my favorite part of this movie even though he kind of dips down a little at the end michael fassbender kills it i think the journey that he has gone through even though it is really the same thing and that's partly my issue i still think he is one of the most engaging parts of an otherwise very mixed trilogy for me and this mm-hmm. also does mark the end of a trilogy we're going to yeah. to do that at the end
2: two but, trilogy enders uh, in a row yeah Michael, the dog with the pizza <laughs> <laughs> good, good <Fair>. character. <laughs> Ethan is gonna be the guy uh, uh, who's my, kissing. My favorite character, win. I gotta go with <laughs> I can't go with Logan this time. I've done Logan every single time. He was only in like three minutes you of the could. movie. I think I I, I call Logan my favorite character. I wanna shout out Quicksilver though. Oh great pick. I wanna shout out Quicksilver. Uh it, it would have been Logan if Quicksilver didn't come out of nowhere. Uh the blink of an eye. And uh, we got to see some depth in his character. Uh, He's no Ralph Boner here. So a l- we, little bit, not enough. We I feel like we're in the shallow end, and it's more than anyone else. <laughs> all right.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: And fair. I think where it shines, we get to see those glimpses of a better movie. Okay. We get to see, maybe he could have been like dad. <laughs> Magneto you're, you're my you're my dad <laughs> well like I feel like oh uh, I you know what continue with your character we got the I, running I scene right we get the yeah. other running scene and we got the
1: other running scene what more could you want amazing yeah it's a great character Ethan I'm gonna go on uh, my all-time favorite x-men mystique uh that's a total lie he uh, th- he stole mine i'm going ooh. quicksilver also <laughs> because there i just all, all right, right
2: then i'm going logan all the way <laughs> all right <laughs> the beast there, there we go
1: <laughs> for reasons I already said uh, not to be confused with the beast <laughs> i think just how oh, good yeah. evan peters was in days of future past and just being in this movie that was enough like it, it was just enough i i like i said he's one of my favorite mm. comic book castings just ever I is love he him. in yeah. dark phoenix he is. Yes, he's he on the poster. Is. So, Aww. listen, you guys. All
2: I'm saying, guys, Dark Phoenix isn't like 12 movies. Is <laughs> uh, listen, man. I can't wait to see. Oh man, Does,
1: did Dark Phoenix come out after Endgame? Oh yeah,
2: it did. It was the wow. movie. It was, it was June, April, or July, May, then yeah. June. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I remember
0: I went to see it with my buddy Mason. That was a weird day. That's for sure. It marked the end of. Love's end, hanging out with Mason. Saga. Yeah. But Man, that movie was something else. This Gentlemen, I think, something it's, else. I think it's time. I think it's time Ew. for scores. A very mixed reaction Big from the three real. of us. Ethan kind of in the middle. Micah definitely more positive than I. Scores. But before we get into our scores, we do have a few lists to go over before That's right. we talk about that.
2: Alright, so uh, if you guys don't know, there's this thing called Hollywood Reporter. Uh, there's some whatever website. They made a uh, top 70 Marvel movies list and uh, I want I want you guys to uh, take a guess here is this better or worse than Guardians of the Galaxy volume 2
1: well it's a a movie
2: we haven't seen yet on the podcast it's coming up it better be worse than this than volume 2 from what you guys think
1: (laughs) I you know what I think that Guardians of the Galaxy volume 2 is very much hated by critics. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. So you know what? I I say that not me, but they put this above Gardens of the Galaxy Volume Two.
2: Okay. Okay. I'll give you guys an easier one. What about Endgame? Better or worse?
1: <laughs> well So <laughs> this list famously I think has Endgame somewhere in the fifty region. It's like thirty six, right? So <laughs> I, I the, the reason Endgame is
0: where it's at is the reason we're like going over this list and why we go over it every week because it's so uh, terrible.
1: If geez. some if somehow this movie <laughs> is above Endgame, we gotta burn the whole internet.
2: All right, so yeah. <laughs> Endgame is thirty six. It's the first in the rotten like the bottom half. Uh huh. Um, Apocalypse is forty two.
1: Okay, just underhold.
2: All under right, Holt, All just right. volume two. Man, the I'm a little relief that I felt there. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to see you guys score. Yes, fresh. Let's see what the internet think. thinks, real quick. All right, so Rotten Tomatoes critic 47 <laughs> percent, audience at a 65 though, just barely making it fresh. Uh, Metacritic is 52. Metacritic user 6.4, very close to the audience score of uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, imdb 6.9 nice. nice letterboxd is a 2.6 out of 5 2.6 averaging out to a 58 a 5.8 i guess we're doing out of 5 right out of 10 yeah which puts it at 59th place on the internet 59 that's pretty low man that is low. Yeah, out of uh, I've got ninety three movies on our list for, <laughs> but that's what the internet thinks. That's right. The internet. That nobody cares about oh, 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 oh. oh, the internet puts it just underneath the Last Stand, by the way. Underneath the Last Stand. Okay. Mm. Just beneath it. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. That's not bad. X Men Origins Wolverine is seventy one, by the way. <laughs> that's well, kind of low.
1: That's way low.
0: That's but X Men Origins nostalgia has no, a yeah.
1: lot of that, hold on that. That's movie. right where it needs to be x-men origins is done. right
2: so that (laughs) those movies don't i mean those those lists don't count right right right. the internet doesn't
1: matter what matters are the three guys who are currently on the internet talking about the movie. we have a perfect
2: uh storm brewing for this ranking amazing (laughs) indeed so mr
1: wensloff where do you put this film as the man sort of in the middle so yeah i uh i'm let down by this movie coming off days of future past but i also knew critically this one's really hated now i don't think it's as bad as everyone on the internet says i think uh a lot of points work really well i kind of like seeing the team work together charles uh james mcavoy is always good michael fassbender is always good in these movies evan peters really love evan peters um, I like Cyclops I think what they do with him is just enough to Lots where I'm like, I'm like yeah this 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 guy's compelling I, I like him but uh, I felt a lot of the corny dialogue slipping in from first class and just mm. th- with specifically the inclusion of the CIA woman I forget her name she been left out. Yeah, but she, she didn't need to be in the movie and just seeing her on screen reminds me of my dislike of, get, of get first a little class. Little I get, like, yeah, thrill. I'm like, ooh, that's not the best. Um, I think Apocalypse is really vague in this power set, and his goon squad is really interesting and not really that compelling. Like Angel, we saw Angel as like a gritty character in the last stand. Mm. It's one of the things that the last stand did so well. But this one, he's kind of a goof and he gets his you know character redesigned at uh Oscar Isaac does, you know, that's that's his main power set creating suits go ahead, you look like you want to say something no, I'm just am mimicking him cr- yes. using his power his best power is you know. learning but, no, I, yeah. I, so I looked at my other X-Men ratings and I'm thinking about this one so this one, I like better than X-Men Origins I like better than The Wolverine I like this one better than The Last Stand and I like this one better than First Class so this one I'm gonna put at a seven, seven, seven. out of ten, <laughs> and but if you look at the list, I also have blade at a seven. I like blade more than this. Okay, just want to clarify that. Yeah, for, the, for the listeners at home. You got
0: your personal rating, both sevens, but blades ahead mm-hmm. of this. Yes, all right. I like it. I like it.
2: Micah, do you want to go or should I? Should Micah, I? Go? I can go. Okay, all uh, right, all right, I'm, go ahead. Just like Ethan, I agree on a lot of his points, uh, pretty much every single one, but I just feel. Yeah, high five! I feel like this is the first movie where we're kind of in sync on this. Oh, I
1: don't. Um, <laughs> Micah, you are. I love you because I. That's reminding me of uh, Captain America: The First Avenger. Man, this movie sucked. This is an eight point nine yeah. out of ten. <laughs> yeah, I keep going. I'm sorry. Oh,
2: uh, I I really was surprised by how good this movie is, and that might be the reason why I'm bumping this up quite a bit. Um... I loved the uh all right. I loved all the different characters. <laughs>
0: I loved I don't know. I think that says a lot. I'm just <laughs> saying. Alright. Continue.
2: <laughs> I was going to say I liked some stuff, and you guys are going to be like, oh, this is hey, Listen, you Go just you drew Go a blank at what you liked,
0: all right? So I was going to say the action.
2: You guys are going to give me that look. You no, guys no, are going to give you a Micah, are gonna be like, Micah no. what?
0: The reason we're doing this podcast is because we often do disagree, all That's right? right? So, absolutely, no, your opinion is opinion. I don't feel comfortable sharing no. this
2: with You should. Sure? Uh, That's not I the atmosphere it. we're trying so to so many different here. things about this movie. I love the Quicksilver uh, stuff. I love the Eric Lensher stuff. I mean, This is one of the greatest Wolverine cameos of all time. Oh, yeah. I mean, hands down, this is sick. Uh, It it gave me reasons to like characters that I didn't really care about, like Nightcrawler and um, uh, Cyclops, uh, like uh, this timeline Cyclops. It gave me so many different characters that I just cared about in this movie Mm. not like emotionally but i I was interested in them right yeah yeah. i was interested in seeing where their story went i wasn't like emotionally like crying when these characters got hurt or whatever these it was good i wasn't i sure it didn't go as deep as i would have liked but it used a broad enough stroke Mm -hmm. where i was entertained Mm -hmm. it was one of the it, it was massively entertaining yeah as it says on the bottom of the yeah I agree. <laughs> I agree. So, with that, I have to give it an 8.7 out of 10.
0: Wow. 8.7. Okay. 8. Now, you gave <laughs> your letterbox score a five I round star. I you up.
1: You, you rounded it up, up a good out.
0: An 8.7 is a It'd be round like a, a four and a two.
2: half. I was going to give it a four and a half initially. I was like, you know what? Wolverine, man, those pecs, holy cow, five stars. Yeah, <laughs> we got to see Oscar Isaac Nipples in this, and all right, you know what? I'm, that's willing to, than, I'm willing uh, to round up quite a few uh decimal round points, it up, All right. No, no. I, I, round <laughs> right. up, you I round rounded up half a star. point per nipple. All Eight point right? so. 7. seven. Okay. Wow. That is, so that's
1: uh <laughs> that's that's high. He man. just reacted to his own. Eight points. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He, yeah. Re- he reacted <laughs> right. your own. I'm score. comfortable with that. <laughs> I like that. I like this.
2: Yeah. All right. Eight point seven, man. It might go down on a rewatch, okay? But I'm pretty hype on this right now. All right, all right. Yeah. That's good. A lot of people are. Chris Stuckman. Is right where you are, man. He yeah, loves, This movie he doesn't really get enough movie, love, man. And if my eight point seven is enough to convince a couple of people out there to watch this movie, do yeah,
1: it. it's not. This is
2: a, worth a watch. I'd say it's not a skip. Totally worth and a watch. Like yeah. first class, we recommend that uh, as a skip. <laughs> this was not a skip. <laughs> what
0: did we give first class? I think we all collectively uh, first gave class, it like a 5.5 Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did not. Yeah, that was not good. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I appreciate, Micah, your your take. I also appreciate yours, Ethan. Like it, Just not as much. Just No, 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 no. I absolutely. Because if we had me on here, this movie would be very low. Uh, I, I really don't like this movie. I made that very clear. I think when you said Nightcrawler, I yes. forgot he was in this movie. I'm not going to lie. He had nothing to do. I think... I really think he was way better in you know, X-Men 2. Thriller outfit, though. He did have a thriller outfit. But <laughs> They I, talked I, about Empire in this movie. It's just they bring so many characters in, and they don't give anyone enough to do to where you actually start to care about them, in my opinion. I don't even think Charles is where he should be as far as character it's investment. Ones, yeah. It's definitely one of his weaker ones. Uh, Eric and some scenes with Quicksilver are really some high points and there's a lot of shoddy cgi i praise this movie for taking the risks it does i think it goes very big bigger than i think any x-men movie has in the past i just really can't get behind the villain and i can't get behind a lot of the narrative choices between them i think the movie would have been a lot more emotional had there been a lot less characters in the movie and x-men these x-men movies have this problem a lot. You you have a lot of X Men team up movies that bring in a lot of random one off offshoot characters just for the the street cred, so they can say, "Oh yeah, we had Psylocke in this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we had Angel in this movie." When you don't do the work to make people care about them, and that's this movie falls prey mm-hmm. immensely to that. And. I find myself very uninvested when it comes to the finale I for me the finale is just stuff happening and I can't give this movie great marks this is this is one of the lower X-Men movies for me not terrible though like I'm not hating watching this movie this is not a ghostwriter this is not a daredevil like it's not it doesn't reach that level of bad but it definitely the quality of superhero films that we are treated to we deserve better, I think. Mm. So with that, I think a six and a half mm. is okay, well deserved for this movie. Six not and a top half marks today. for me. No, definitely mm. not. I think even Deadpool, which I was pretty critical with, I like more than X Men Apocalypse. So with a six and a half, a seven, and an eight point seven,
2: where does that leave us for the Multiverse Monologue score? That gives us a 7.4 out of 10. Mm. 7.4. Wow. Let me uh, throw that into our ranking here. So, 7.4 out of 10. We have a couple movies in our uh, 7.5 range. Uh, If you guys remember our... uh, we had a three-way split almost for Amazing Spider-Man 2, X-Men 2, and Spider-Man 3
0: mm. in our
2: seven and a half range. Ooh. So coming in just underneath Spider-Man 3 at 16th place is X-Men Apocalypse. Wow. 16? 16. 16. Okay. That's just about how many characters there were in this movie.
0: <laughs>
2: 16th so, place. So wait, so what is above? What? So what is 15? All right, all right. Let me read... Uh, From 10th place to... X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah, Yeah, I want to see what's around here. So 10th place, First Avenger. That's the next on the docket to be kicked out of top 10. That's mm -hmm. unfortunate. At an 8.3. Next is Thor at 11th place at an 8.2. 12th place is Spider-Man at a 7.9. 13th place is The Amazing Spider-Man 2 at a 7.5... 3 repeating
1: tragically high uh, still in the top 15 baby. x2
2: at 14th place uh with a 7.503 mm. repeating, Holy very God. close uh and then 15th place is spider-man 3 at a seven and a half even 16th place x apocalypse 7.4 and then 17th okay. place is blade 2 at a 7.3 mm. repeating wow. Oh, we messed up there, guys. I like Blade too. I, I think Blade, we messed up there. Yeah. Blade has been kicked out of the top twenty.
1: Oh. It is now
2: twenty-first place. Oh, still at a six-point nine though. So that's nice.
1: <laughs> that is nice, but oh man. So, Dang. question then. So, in this movie, they go see an absolutely fantastic film.
2: Return of the Jedi. They see Return oh. of the Jedi. Yeah,
1: and Gene Gray. Poses an interesting question, she says, which is a very like meta moment in this movie. The third movie is always the worst. So with that, Micah, I would like to segue into our trilogy. Good segue. Yeah, our trilogy scores. Let's look at that. All right. So first class, we gave a five and a half.
2: We all agreed on that. Days of Future Past, we were hot on. We were hot on. Let me see our individual scores for that. We had, uh, where's it at? We had a nine point four, a nine, and a nine. Ethan, you gave it a 9.4. Averaging a 9.13. Apocalypse is a 7.4. That averages out to a 7.34. Which means that we as a group think that the X-Men Beginnings Trilogy is better Mm. than the X-Men Trilogy.
1: This trilogy is better
0: than the OG OG trilogy? Oh, I don't know, actually. It's I, tough. What do you guys t- think? It's
1: just Wait, the, really, yeah. It's the fantastic film that is Days of Future Past. Yeah, that you're right. is you elevating the whole second half. So X Men, yeah. X
2: Men was a six point nine three. Uh, That's X- what we gave it. Was a seven and a half, and the Last Stand was a six point six three, mm. averaging out to a seven point zero two. It's not far off, but it's there.
1: Wow. It, I say our best movie right. out of the the six is days of future yes, past but, by
0: far yeah and that's what's carrying yeah hard the x-men
2: <laughs> and we'll see how that uh, that uh how our uh, dark phoenix score affects the quadrilogy wow. of beginnings
1: but let's <laughs> look at the grant the the broader look at all these trilogies the, the 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 question was are the third movies typically the worst mm. And I'd like to know what our scores have concluded. Oh because yeah, look at that. Spider-Man three, I know. So Blade Trinity was
2: the worst. Yes, yeah. Five point one. There's one. Uh, Raimi trilogy seven point five. That's the worst. Yeah. There's uh, two. Last Stand. That's the worst. That is six point <laughs> yeah. six three. Iron Man trilogy eight point four seven. That's not the worst. Very. De- yeah. Yeah. Logan is coming up. That is not the worst. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. Uh, Civil War nine point four seven. That is not the worst. Apocalypse, not the worst. <laughs> stick, <laughs> if you want to count it, <laughs> not the want
1: worst. <laughs> stick is not the worst. Oh, oh no. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. It is the worst. It is the worst. It, it is, is yeah. the worst. I, yeah. meant, I
2: meant the worst. That was just in a, a yeah. funk. Uh, Quantumania.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, we rated that oh, 7.73. That's going to be
0: Ant, the Ant Man trilogy. Yeah, Ant Man, we
2: gave a 6.63. Quantumania, we gave a 7.73. That's not our official score yet, but that was our initial impressions. Yeah. I'd be interested to see how that ages. Guardians 3, not the worst. Ooh, no Way Home, not the worst. Beyond the Spider-Verse? That's not the worst. <laughs> oh, it might be. It might, it be, might be. Those yeah. two
0: first movies are so good. Got a lot of up Ragnarok, not yep. the worst. Infinity War, not the worst. True. Yeah. That's true. Very mixed. But you definitely look at some of those big '80s trilogies, man, and the the it does lend itself. Indiana Jones, I feel, Back to the
2: Future three really maybe?
0: pushes back. Back to the Future three is definitely the worst.
2: It's the worst, but uh, I like it.
0: Oh no! But that's the thing. All three Back to the Future, just like Star Wars, all three of them, yeah. I I like. I just do think the third
1: one falls off.
0: My dad loves the third one. Ah, uh, you go, Batman! There you go. The third one definitely is horrible. Is that Batman and uh, Robin? Yeah, yeah Ban- no. Dark Knight, rises, Forever.
1: Dark Knight rises
0: is trash. Well, once you get to Well, that <laughs> is, I would say, the worst yeah, out of the three. Agreed. Agreed.
1: War for the Planet but of the But I really Apes. like
0: both. I would say War for War for the Planet of the Apes is the weakest one. Oh Return uh, of the King. Yeah, that one's really
1: trash. Well,
0: you can't bring Lord of the Rings into that
1: comparison. <laughs> Desolation of
2: Smog. <laughs> trash.
0: No, Battle of Five Armies. Oh, Battle of Five that. Armies. Trash. Battle yeah. of yeah. Fart yeah. Armies. <laughs> uh yeah. I there's definitely some Revenge, Revenge of the Sith, the
1: worst. Oh, dude, that one's the best. Punisher Warzone.
0: Man. Peak. Oh, <laughs> Man, we didn't watch Dolph Lundgren's Punisher, man, to complete the trilogy. We gotta we'll go, go back. To we'll go go back. Let us,
2: guys, let us know in the comments if you want us to do it in the back catalog, because we've got some Captain America movies, we've got some old Spider-Man, some old Incredible Hulk. Doctor Strange 78 is sitting on that shelf right now. The only
1: way <laughs> is if people want it. Just I not, don't want to do just, it. A simple thumbs up, you yeah, know, that's all it takes leave that down you
2: know, below. There's like and a five-hour you made shows. it This far give us a thumbs up right now if
1: you're still here just do right. right.
0: Okay, we haven't done this yet. We always do this. What's the next film mm. gentlemen? Well,
2: What's next color. on our list? I think I know so we were in the X-Men universe. We're gonna be closing that out for a little bit here uh, We've got one movie before Logan
1: and that is Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Doctor okay. Oh, Doctor man. Strange. That needed Cumberpatch.
2: Man, strange, isn't it, dude? There was a big stretch there. Whenever we would say strange, yeah, was. that was strange. I strange. was even thinking, like, man,
0: it's gonna be pretty. So epic bring on the your, podcast. Uh, bring oh, your. Yes, you guys oh, got oh,
1: it
2: right. Yeah,
1: bring you our yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. We bought That's
2: those for be... the. Um, <laughs> what's it called multiverse, multiverse madness
1: monologues <laughs> yeah multiverse Ooh. monologues oh, man. that was one of our first episodes shout out to Zach Schultz if you're still listening because I, I, I saw Doctor Strange with him in the theater so next week I'll mention that also man that my must have been epic my aunt's favorite
2: uh, Marvel superhero Doctor Strange
0: Doctor Strange I love Doctor she loves he's great
1: yeah.
2: surprised she doesn't have a tattoo of him or something <laughs> there you go. maybe she does so
0: ladies and gentlemen that is that is next <laughs> Strange. week Strange Doctor Strange. To close Bennett out 2016.
2: That's right. It's been a pretty interesting year. That's a lot for of sure. closing. We had the end of Phase 2. We had the beginning of Phase 3, which was the end of the Captain America trilogy. We had the end of the X-Men Beginnings trilogy. Now we have the end of the 2016. Yeah. Year.
0: Doctor Strange is going to be a good one. It's also going to be an interesting one. I'm pretty hot on Doctor Strange. I'm not going to lie. I remember is this really liking Michael G. Kino? Oh, man. You're going to make me... Make, make him you think. Lose your mind.
2: <laughs> yes. Final answer. Michael G... King. Yep. First one. Doctor Strange. Yes. Second one is Homecoming. Spider-Man: Homecoming. Then he does Far From no home. home and No Way Home. And Far From Home. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Pretty good stuff, man. So enjoy that. Look forward to that next week. We thank you guys for those of you who are still sticking around this long for X Men: Apocalypse. Let us know where we went wrong or went right. Are you as hot on this as Micah is? Let us know down in the comments below. For I'm now, hot. This is, well, that's definitely true. But for now, this is Ben Rayside.
1: I am learning. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it. I mean the one love.
2: <laughs> Moon, I I'm Micah. I Our turn <laughs> <laughs> We all hope you have
0: an absolutely fantastic day.